Carla from Chronic Society Rescue. Um, me and Alexis uh, interviewed three homeless people for the first time today. We started our mission on um, kind of gathering research to learn more about their culture. Um, and we found some interesting kind of things. We had overall, um, I think, seven interactions. Um, the first two, oddly enough, um, rejected our contact whatsoever. Um, we, we came up to them with a bottle of water and um, like $2. And um, the gentleman um, standing in the middle of the road with the sign, um, I, we asked if he wanted to talk, if he could you know, give us a few moments of his time um, and step out of the way of the road. And he said no. Um, we walked a little further and we saw an older gentleman with, um, he only had one arm. He was sitting on the curb and um, he had a backpack with him. And so we went up and similarly um, offered him a bottle of water and um, some money. And he actually said no. He um, turned us away entirely. The first guy took the water bottle, but he just didn't want to talk anymore. Um, the second one he just didn't he didn't want it at all I had to I literally just put it down anyway and walked away um after that that was in the that was in the uh San Diego State area behind near that uh near the Vons um right behind uh San Diego State and um after those interactions it's not too saturated with homeless people in that area so we um decided to go towards downtown and we found some a few three three gentlemen willing to speak um actually give us their time we met chris who's 31 years old um when he told us a story it was it was due to drug abuse um he currently has um been homeless for three years now and uh he wants to hopefully get sober and have a family and a, and a career in the end. Um, but he does, he does acknowledge that he has a problem and that he needs to get over it on his own terms. And that is why he does not go to um, housing uh, shelters for him them because he, he has actually tried several times and he said that he always just goes right back he says he wants to actually be sober and not just and not just um you know try it out be clean for a couple and then go back to the same the same behaviors so um his his story is it's pretty um it's pretty heavy um but uh he you know says being on you know in the streets is pretty difficult and he's seen kind of a lot he said he's he sees a lot of death due to drug abuse and that's also actually another reason why he doesn't want to go to the shelter um he he stays out of the shelters because that is actually like the main source of where a, a, a collection to say that is where everything is going to be easy access to all of the drugs and everything so he's trying to i i guess find his way to so sobriety um and on, in his own way 
So, um, we also met, um, Greg. He was an older gentleman, um, 56 years old. He's been homeless for five years. And he actually was, when we approached him, he, he actually had a black eye. And um, the first thing that he started telling us was about how three days ago he got mugged and stole, and the people stole all of his things. And it was a pretty bad fight. Um, he broke some ribs and he had to go to the hospital. Um, some pretty, pretty intense stuff. He said that's not the first time that has happened. You know, um, he, he made it very clear to let us know that we should stay together when we were leaving. Is alone himself as well. He does. Um, he does have a friend um, who he was speaking with when we approached him. Uh, he said that his friend was going to be taking him away from the city. Uh, out of all of these, out of all of the interviews we did, one thing they agreed on without us asking was that San Diego is the worst city to be in and be homeless. So, uh, he's trying to get away, um, his, his situation is based off of his job. Um, he retired, he was waiting for his retirement funds and, um, they went bankrupt. So they had nothing for him. He had $250,000 sitting in his 401k and he could not at it so um, he was kind of put in a really messed up situation um, not of his fault and um, he actually he's traveled a bit he said he would get uh, um, his he would get his rides from a friend or hopefully you know hopefully somebody paid for his train ticket or bus ticket but um, he, he has been in Detroit he's from Virginia he lived in Kentucky a little bit um, in these five years of him being homeless. And he said by far San Diego is the worst. Um, for him to make money, he says he typically just sits outside um, and holds a sign. And um, interestingly enough, he uh, uh, Chris, Chris actually admitted to stealing and selling things um he's trying to get away from doing that by posting the sign just like greg um and then we also we also met jeff similarly sitting with a sign um jeff had a dog actually and uh, you could really see how attached he was to his to his pet it was he, the dog was sleeping and he was playing with his tail very um, um, just endearingly he was very like uh, just very attached that's the best way to say it. very attached um, he sim, uh, he was in a pretty unfortunate situation as well his father uh, needed surgery to remove um, his intestines and cost for that surgery ended up leaving his family without a home um and that was almost a year ago he said um so he's been he's been on 
retreats for almost a year. And similarly to Jeff and, or to Greg and Chris, he does not want to be in the shelters because of his dog and because of the, the drugs. Um, he only, he admits to only, you know, smoking a little bit of bud, uh, which is good. He seemed, he was a very, uh, chill kind of person, uh, very mellow. Um, he was reading a book and, um, he said he, he typically, he does the same thing, he does the sign to get money. He does some odd jobs, um, here and there. And he is trying to go to a city, a one particular farm um, he's trying to get to. And again, also saying San Diego is the worst place to be. Um, overall, we we asked them to list five items that they think are essential to helping them out. And um, they um, all said hygiene was a big thing. Um toothbrush they said it just like that as a they used hygiene as a you know as an as it was an item as a noun you know like like deodorant uh toothbrush and things like that then um they said a sleeping bag um jeff said transportation to that one place that he was trying to get to said transportation um, and shoes, clothes, um, and a backpack. And, um, yeah, this was some, this was a pretty intense, uh, day. I think we really were hit with some heavy, heavy, heavy information. Um, you could really see it in there they're having to live their life like this and how they're distressed you know and it's and Jeff surprisingly he was like I said more you know more mellow but um it's he, he was more content in um a, with his dogs and he I, I think he thinks that he's you know taking the high road high road you know he's staying out of trouble and staying out of drugs and just doing his own thing just trying to be with his dog um or and greg you know i think he's just trying to get by at 56 i think he's just trying to you know just exist he um he was he did mention he's been waiting on a gr general release um, um i'm assuming having to do with the situation from his job um and um Jeff had a phone we gave him our phone number to get in contact with us if he, if he needed um he was reading a book and um he speaks with his mom um just about every day he said I think his mom is also homeless and um speaks to his mom um that's the only person he speaks to really he had he said
said he hasn't spoken to her in about a month. Um, uh, I, uh, you know, Greg just took a shower today. First time in three months. And, um, uh, Jeff, he, he, he said he takes a shower maybe every, every couple weeks. So, um, yeah, we, I think, most definitely could improve on the access to public restrooms, um, for at least that. Being near them, they, uh, or near Chris in particular, he would, I could smell him. Um, I think that's why, you know, hygiene is a big thing for them. I could smell him. Food was apparently not too big of an issue, I think maybe due to the area. Um, in downtown San Diego, there's plenty of restaurants around, plenty of people walking around. Um, in fact, Chris was sitting next to a sandwich he'd just eaten. Um, Jeff had several water bottles next to him. It is um, pretty hot these days. So, um, that's why we were giving out water bottles, but it seems that people, other people are willing to, uh, give. So that's good. Um, I think the next step, um, for us is to dive into these questions a little deeper, really kind of pull some, um, pull some strings, pull at their heart a little bit to get the, to get to some really insightful information. Um, we're going to narrow down this, this questionnaire, um, and probably learn something interesting about their culture or hopefully, um, we're going to be doing a few more interviews. We're going to be regularly like, uh, going out once we kind of narrow, figure out what questions um, we want to ask in particular, but um, we're going to be regularly inter- going out and meeting new people, interviewing them, seeing how they feel. Um, I think we came off um, to those first guys, maybe in the, the first ones who rejected our contact, you know, maybe we came off pitying them or yeah because for you to for you to turn down a bottle of water really um that really speaks to me and I I I really want to know why why on a day as hot as this you you feel you don't need a bottle of water um and when I I I saw that there was clearly none around him so you know these are the kind of questions we want to want to dive into and hopefully learn something about to learn something more about their about what it is they're feeling what they what they think their culture you know what 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 they're about you know so um, I'm pretty happy about today I think it went pretty well um we got some insightful information and um looking forward to doing a few more